0: Good evening
1: good evening
0: today is august 21st 8 4 p.m we've only been here for three hours <laughs> <laughs> i'm rachel
1: and i'm lisa
0: and you're listening to news, news
1: and, Brews. and bruise welcome
0: oh, thank you
1: i can't believe it's august 21st when you said that i was just like what In my brain, is it that late in the year already?
0: It is. It's like
1: gone by slow this year, but really fast at the same time. I don't know if that makes sense.
0: (sighs) Almost like we've been stuck in our houses.
1: (laughs) Almost. Almost. Kind of. Like we've been quarantined or something. (laughs) Kind of, yeah. It's this weird feeling. Yeah,
0: yeah, I agree.
1: (laughs) 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 Ah, How's it going? It's going. I'm glad to be here. Yeah. I always enjoy our sessions. I
0: smell something fruity. You do? What is that that you're sipping on?
1: It is. It's just, It's really good. It's Talking Rain um, Club Soda. It's green apple plus oh. 50 milligrams of caffeine. Okay. No additives, preservatives, or sugar. It's that's really good.
0: why I smell a Jolly Rancher. Yeah, it smells like. like a Jolly Rancher. And that's my favorite yeah. Jolly
1: Rancher is the green apple. I, and that's exactly I what it tastes this. like. It's great. I love it. I drink these all the time. They're on sale at Hagen's. <sighs> Three... Uh, Eight packs for seven bucks
0: So what's been going on?
1: Oh, you know, just watching the world Slowly melt down on the news Mm. (laughs) Yeah Joe Biden got elected as Democratic nominee
0: Just what we need Another
1: old white guy I know, I just was surprised I mean, I wasn't surprised that he ran But I was Because he was like It was a big fuss in the beginning And then it seemed like he really slumped in rates, You know, as the... Um, not the arguments, but the... What are they called? The debates. debates. Yes, Yes.
0: Argu- <laughs> arguments could be a good word also.
1: <laughs> I know. It, it just seemed like he wasn't doing well when they were all debating each other. And so it's just weird that all of a sudden he rose from the, the grave <laughs> in the polls.
0: <laughs> the ashes.
1: Yeah. But I will say, I... Out of all, and I think I said this to you before, out of all the Democratic nominees, I really like Kamala Harris. Um, I remember really taking note of her during the um, the the hearings for the guy who's appointed as the Supreme Court guy, oh, Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh, oh. yeah. When I watched Kavanaugh. briefly, Not. yes. So she was she was like pulled no punches, very. Like straightforward and didn't try to skirt or sugarcoat anything. She asked really direct questions that made him squirm, and I liked that about her. I, and mm-hmm. I didn't know who she was because I've never been into politics, but I she's the only one I remember out of all those senators and House people asking him questions. So when she ran for you know the Democratic ticket, I was like, oh, I remember her. I like her. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I am happy that he picked her as his vice president candidate personally. What do you right. think about that?
0: I actually I haven't been paying enough attention to any of them to right. really give a strong opinion other than it is disappointing that Yes. the two presidential candidates are two old white guys over the age of 70. Yeah. <laughs> that is disappointing,
1: mm-hmm. but I agree.
0: And I didn't pay enough attention in the debates, or I don't... The only reference I have to Kamala Harris is I listened to her on a podcast interview. It was either with uh, Conan O'Brien or Dax Shepard, one of the two. You listen to Dax Shepard? He has a podcast? Yeah, he has a podcast. It's pretty good. It's like long-form conversation podcasts. Oh. Both of them. So she was on either one or both of them and that's the only frame of reference i have for her so
1: and you weren't impressed
0: no it's not that i wasn't impressed i just don't know enough about her background or her history or whatever to got a strong opinion of her
1: but i don't think most people do yeah i don't know anything about her background or anything i just heard her um like when she's been on stephen colbert the late show and Mm -hmm. a few things um she's definitely way more progressive than Biden on a lot of issues right um, but at the same time I kind of was like I hope he's not picking her because she's a woman and that's his chance to win because she's you know what I mean a
0: woman and a person of color yes right exactly yeah. that
1: kind of disappointed me but if I was in his position I'd probably do the same thing um, I don't know I'm just tired I'm tired of politics and I know I'm talking about it but yeah um, <laughs> I just I wish someone would have stepped forward so we'd have a better choice as a candidate, someone that I can be like, okay, he's definitely going to beat Trump. I can't say that about Biden, right? I don't think he will personally. My gut right. says, my brain yeah. hopes, but my gut says nope.
0: Our heart hopes.
1: <laughs> yeah. What about you? Do you think he he'll beat him? I
0: don't know. I really don't. If you know. had to lay
1: your money on one ticket, how much? Ma-
0: I wouldn't bet on this election.
1: With a gun to your head, nope. <laughs> if you had
0: to lay money down. I would dig, take the shovel and just dig <laughs> my own grave. Honestly, I don't know. It's I. Our political scene is just so
1: embarrassing.
0: Yeah, and, and ridiculous. <laughs> and we need to get the money out of politics. Mm-hmm. We need to get the lobby element mm-hmm. out of politics before we're going to see any real change. Yep. You're right. Because it's like all of these people you you know, you compromise a little bit to get this bill passed. And yep. then all of a sudden so and so has dirt on you and yep. then suddenly not suddenly, but like 20, 30 years later you've been in the pocket of whatever industry for the last 20 years and yeah. It's just we need to get the ability to pay off and lobby lawmakers out and agreed i you know the supreme court just ruled i was informed of this by a family member the supreme court just ruled recently that corporations are now considered people what yep there's the supreme court ruling that corporations are now people
1: in what way? What do you mean? And
0: like they have the same rights as an individual person.
1: Are you shitting me? No.
0: This was the a recent ruling. I'll we'll have to fact check this, but
1: What the fuck? If
0: corporations have the same rights as an individual citizen, how the hell are we going to get money out of politics? I don't know. We're not. Yeah. Which that's what needs to happen. We mm-hmm. need to get the money out of politics. So that people who go into it are going into it for the interest of the greater good, not for the interest of sitting there and getting special
1: kickbacks. Right. Just like uh, every corporate company I've ever worked for, in the training manual or the you know the initial seminar you have to sit through when you get hired, um, they always talk about how you can't take gifts over Mm fifty dollars from any of our subcontractors or suppliers Mm -hmm. and they can't give you anything or they can't like there's so many rules yes and if that's in a corporation where
0: you're just like the administrative assistant right the vice president exactly how is it that our our representatives are able to take millions right. of dollars. Yeah. It's, right. It's insane.
1: It It's just like, how in the world?
0: Right. I know. It's crazy.
1: Greed, I guess.
0: <sighs> well, as the movie Wall Street would tell us, and Wall Street too, greed is good. I've never seen Wall Street. You've never seen with uh, Michael Douglas Mm-mm. and Charlie Sheen?
1: No. I'll have to watch it. Yeah, I it's like Michael from Douglas. the
0: 80s, and it's uh, Gordon Gecko. Greed is good. That's his whole thing, and then there's mm-hmm. a reboot where Gordon Gecko is now out of jail, and then it's Shia LaBeouf is his new <laughs> protege.
1: I can't stand that kid. Sorry, <laughs> I don't like him.
0: He did this really good movie recently, though, called Peanut Butter Falcon. That I really I've heard liked. of that. Yeah, it was what was good. it about? It's, like, this kind of, like, down-and-out guy um, runs across this guy who's recently escaped from, like, an assisted living home. Um, what? Yeah, this, the guy he runs across is uh, a man with um, Down syndrome. Oh. And he's, like, trying to help him get somewhere. It's been, like, a year since okay. I've seen this movie. It was a while ago. But it was a good... It was a good movie.
1: Okay, I'll have to watch that. But, I remember seeing it Red Box. I think. Yeah,
0: I think it's on. I think it's on all the streaming things. At There's this so point. many now, right? Right. <laughs> I remember
1: when it was just Netflix and yep. you had to like wait for the mail to come to get your movie, <laughs> and
0: you had to choose between one movie a month uh-huh. or like three. You could get up to like three movies a yep. month in the mail, the mm-hmm. DVDs. Yeah. And so you realize, like, if I start watching a TV show and the series is on DVD and each DVD has, like, six episodes.
1: Very smart. Yep. I never put that together. You didn't? (laughs) No. Oh, Lisa. (laughs) I know, dummy.
0: (laughs) Oh, kids. I know. Back in the day.
1: And that was, like, what, 10 years ago?
0: Yeah. Yeah, literally, like
1: 10 years. I feel so old sometimes. Oh
0: my gosh, I know. Uh,
1: so All right, how are you?
0: I'm fine. I'm,
1: now I'm not
0: bad. <laughs> I'm, fine. I'm fine. I, um, as I was telling you earlier, I, I hit my head this week. <laughs> I
1: was wondering if you're going to share that trinket of a story.
0: <laughs> I had a mild concussion this week
1: oh she's let, I, let me clarify. fly she still does have a mild I, concussion I poor thing
0: the front of my head and the back of my head along.
1: ah at the same time <laughs> how did you do that you want to share
0: i was sitting <laughs> down i was sitting down and at my desk here at my office and i have a standing desk so it's higher up than a normal desk true. it's not seating desk true it's standing desk height and I went to sit down and
1: on your extra tall chair my
0: extra tall stool so that I can see my computer because I'm a short person <laughs> and my stool footrest gave out with my full body weight on it and I hit my head on the front of my desk and then I hit the back of my head on my stool and then I hit my back on the stool and the floor, and
1: and your desk is angled glass. Let's just be clear about <laughs> that. It's
0: glass. And I, wait,
1: how did you hit your back on the stool? I
0: hit my, the top of my back on the stool, and then I hit the back, like the lower back, on the floor as I hit the ground.
1: Oh, so your body went in like a reverse V. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, that would. Did-
0: yeah, like if I was about to do like a snow angel in the ground. Or there, a backflip. There was no snow and it was just hardwood floor.
1: Did you roll off your chair? No,
0: I hit straight back.
1: So when the person in the office found you, you were like in an inverted V across the chair on I the floor. It looks like
0: Patrick the Star. <laughs>
1: Oh, I'm sorry. It's not funny. You hurt yourself. It's Poor okay. Thing. I'm
0: fine. Like I said, I'm fine. <laughs>
1: you start crying. <laughs> I, well,
0: I haven't had a headache for a week.
1: No, and you was, didn't feel nauseous.
0: Sleeping really well.
1: Ah, uh, you're definitely not emotional. Definitely and I'm not.
0: Definitely not drinking right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Poor thing.
0: It's been a long week. Oh. Hey, on the bright side, I made pickles this week.
1: Yes, you did.
0: Shout out to Dave. <laughs>
1: What's up, Dave? I know you're excited.
0: One of our two listeners, our, Dave.
1: One of our picklers.
0: <sighs> he Well, Dave likes some pickle juice. <laughs>
1: oh, God. I remember watching him <laughs> drink it out of the jar at the North Face.
0: <laughs>
1: <Ooh>. uh,
0: <laughs> Dave is my old boss. And we're still dear friends, along with his wife and his housemate. Yeah, he's awesome. He likes my pickle juice.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he does. Your pickles are really good. Thank you. Yes.
0: So I made um twenty two jars of pickles. Are you
1: kidding me? The big ones,
0: the quart size. Yeah, the quart, the big ones. How
1: did you do that in one day?
0: Well, it took all day. So yeah. I did it in my kitchen all day. Yeah.
1: Like from start to finish? Yes. Like cutting up the cucumbers?
0: Uh, Yeah. Well, I don't, I haven't made like sliced pickles. Oh, like whole bread and pickles. Butter. They're whole pickles. They're little gherkins. Gherkins. Just a little gherkin. But there was 20 pounds of pickles. <sighs> so it made 22 jars of pickles
1: to store or sell or give away Yeah,
0: no, like I'm keeping 12 and then I'm uh going to give like 6 to Amy and then
1: Aww. I'll I'll
0: have the rest to like give sell. away Sell Not to sell. You should sell. sell.
1: Your pickles are good. Nice. You know, if you made Dave pay you, he would
0: I know they're good and I know I could sell them, but like the cost of, like, if I was to really sell my pickles for like what it cost me to make them, I'd have to charge like $12 a jar. Wow. Which would not. Really?
1: That's expensive.
0: (laughs) Which only if I moved to like New York City could I sell pickles for 12 or LA. Yeah, definitely LA. Oh my gosh. I watched the movie American Pickle on HBO. I haven't seen the it. The night before, I made pickles, which was ironic because my pickles, my cucumbers, were sitting out on my deck. But there's it's like these guys in like. The New York City were like four dollars a pickle. That seems reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> and I was laughing out loud
1: because total, <laughs> total
0: hipster thing to say. Yeah,
1: for sure. Um,
0: it's a hilarious movie. Um, it was really good. It was funny. It was hard. What's it about?
1: I've never heard about it. <laughs>
0: it's ridiculous. So the main character—it's uh, Seth Rogen plays oh. the two main characters, and the first main character, his name is Herschel and I love he, that name. And he's a Jewish immigrant who falls into, like, this bat, vat of pickles in, like... What? 19, like, 1919. Oh. And he, like, gets sealed in, and then he wakes up out of the... It's, so, again, ridiculous premise. But he wakes up, like, 100 years later.
1: Oh, because he's preserved. He's preserved. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny.
0: He's an American pickle. That's funny. And then, so, is... And then, so Seth Rogen then plays his great, great grandson, Ben, who has to come to the hospital and like get him because he's his closest living relative. But he, Herschel starts making pickles (laughs) out of garbage, pickles and rainwater. Are you kidding? (laughs) No. And and then like selling them for
1: $4. (laughs) That sounds hilarious. Seth Rogen's funny.
0: It's. It was really funny. I laughed out loud many many times in the movie. I'll and have it to watch wasn't that. like um there was no like love story arc or anything. It was just about the relationship of this great great grandfather and his great great grandson who he happens to be the same age.
1: Oh, so he was preserved in every he way. He was
0: preserved in every
1: of course he was what was i thinking dumb question
0: (laughs) there's literally the scene in the beginning where it's like the um the media is like how did this happen and then he's like the scientist explained it
1: perfectly
0: but they don't tell you how the science like works it's so funny
1: I got to watch that. You said HBO? It's on
0: HBO. Yeah. Is it an
1: HBO movie or just a new movie? Out? No,
0: it's an HBO okay. production. It was very good. There was no like cheesy love story or anything. It was just like about... It was a family. like Families connecting and generational gaps and stuff. American <laughs> he's, Pickle. He's like... He hates the Russians because that's where <laughs> they came from. Like the Russian Cossacks. He's like
1: so he's like super racist he's
0: like super racist guy from like a hundred years ago but everybody loves him because of his pickles it's it's good it's funny i would recommend it i know we're at like the tail end where we talk about recommendations but yeah my pickles for sure my pickles reminded me
1: your pickles are a big deal amongst our friends they're kind of a big deal they are kind of a big deal
0: not dill i don't kind know. Of a big dill, dill.
1: <laughs> smart <laughs> yes
0: that's what i'm saying they're kind of nice. a
1: nice you should yeah. make a shirt or a sticker that says i'm kind that. of
0: a big dill and then on the like bottom a, it says
1: rachel's pickle with a
0: giant pickle it just says <laughs> i'm kind of a big bill that's a good idea but i like the little pickles though so i'm kind of a little dill
1: I, like, I don't like the little pickles. I like the little... I prefer the big pickles. You like,
0: is it girth or
1: is it, <laughs> is it Link? <laughs> I like the twofer.
0: <laughs> I like girth and Link. We're talking about pickles
1: here. Okay, okay.
0: get your mind out of the gutter. <gasps> Jesus. so that's how i'm doing i have a concussion and a big dill
1: (laughs) i have no concussion and no dill so (laughs) (laughs) we're good
0: all right do you have a oh my brew yeah this show is called news and brews
1: yeah we're drinking mm. Rachel's pickle juice today for a yep, drink. Just straight <laughs>
0: pickle juice out of the jar. <laughs> yum yum yum. They've been sitting
1: in the sun for 3 days.
0: Mm. Um so I found this at just a local grocery store. It's called Stees.
1: Stees?
0: Is that how you would say that? I would yeah. say Stees. Yeah. Lightly sweetened iced tea. So there's an iced green tea with peach. Ooh. And there is iced green tea with super fruit.
1: What's super fruit? Is that a fruit?
0: I don't know. So I guess blends of super fruits. So let's see. Oh, I see.
1: What's considered a super fruit? Like blueberries?
0: Goji, mangosteen, pomegranate, blueberry, and other acai juice.
1: What, What is mangosteen? Is that different from mangoes? I think
0: mangosteen is that. Superfruit. Uh, have I you think? had it before no no oh. i've never had it raw so stee's night lightly sweetened iced green tea 80 calories in this can for the superfruit. 80 calories for the peach
1: that's not bad because they're big cans <coughs>
0: um yeah it's, it's for what the one serving
1: and they're organic yeah uh
0: organic they do have 20 grams of sugar which is Sugar, Sugar. that's not bad Gar. for as big
1: as this thing is.
0: There's caffeine Ooh. in there. Let me ne- add it. Ooh, Lisa likes the caffeine. I do. We created Stees with one purpose—to make the best tasting organic green tea beverage on the planet. Mission accomplished, <laughs> should they say themselves. Um. Okay.
1: Good so- for the mind, body, and soul.
0: You know, just holding this can with its length and its girth it's,
1: reminds you of your pickles. It's
0: just really refreshing my soul, anyway. So it's you very me- wet. Shake well, <laughs> serve chilled. So shake, you got to shake the girth of the can. It's really wet. Is that what you said, It's Lisa? extremely
1: wet. Like, look at my hands. <laughs> it's, it's they're drenched. They are.
0: Are your hands not wet? My my hands are very wet. Right? right now. I'm just holding this can, grasping it. <laughs> <laughs> my old man laugh is back.
1: I love your old man laugh. Uh,
0: my wheezy. My wheezy laugh. I
1: wonder if like that will intensify as you grow older.
0: <laughs> by the time I'm old, I actually sound like an <laughs> old man. <laughs> okay, I'm shaking it.
1: I shook it already. All right. Like All right. Blows it blows up. It
0: blows. It sucks. It's blowing the top. And there she blows. Well, don't give me that oh. much. Jeez. Well, there's a lot in here. I know, but it's 16 ounces, so eight ounces.
1: Okay, I'll take the cans. Fine then. You want the cans? No. no. I didn't think so. (laughs) I I thought you'd prefer glass.
0: I don't care. Here.
1: Here. The peach smells good. Okay, wait. Oh, it
0: does. It smells very peachy.
1: Like more than the peach snapple one I like? Yes, I like the peach snapple. Me too. too. Shall
0: we? Shall we? Yes. Yes. Duck, duck.
1: That's good. And I just brush my teeth too, and I can still taste that. Mm. It's good.
0: Yeah, that is very good. Ooh.
1: It's kind of warm.
0: It's not too sweet. Not uh-uh, <laughs> because it's, not. it's so wet. <laughs> I did pull it out of the fridge like an hour ago. I almost spit that out. I'm so glad I didn't.
1: <laughs> Who are they, where are they from? Mm. Pennsylvania? Mm.
0: Where they make the big, wide
1: cans. (laughs) Isn't that where Hershey's chocolate is from? Yes. That's what I thought. I've
0: been to Hershey, Pennsylvania. What? Really? Yes. I did the tour and everything.
1: The chocolate tour? Mm -hmm. Is it as wonderful as I imagine it to be? Like Willy Wonka's (laughs) chocolate factory? I'm
0: sure it was, Lisa. You don't remember? But you remember who my dad is, right? Oh, yeah. And you remember that he doesn't spend money on anything.
1: Oh, so
0: we didn't actually buy any of the chocolate. So they didn't
1: give you like a sample walking through. I
0: think they gave us a sample, but it's not like I walked out there with a basket of chocolate.
1: Oh, if there's only a fountain of change nearby, <laughs> like at
0: Moldoma Yep, they had no wishing well that I could
1: steal from. <laughs> uh, was it like industrial or was it? Like Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. I
0: want to say there was a bunch of farmlands, but again, this is my memory from like when I was nine.
1: I mean, inside the factory. Oh. (laughs) Like what? (laughs) Farmlands in the chocolate factory? What are you talking about? Your concussion's back. It
0: was industrial. Like um, the Tillamook Cheese Factory, you know, all like clean and sterile and stainless steel everywhere. okay. I want to say it was like that.
1: Oh, right. so not like a chocolate river flowing anywhere.
0: No fat kids drowning in rivers of chocolate. Sorry. No. Uh, you know what I always wanted was the daffodil. Remember how he well- drank and ate? Yes! yes. I always wanted that so I good.
1: always imagined it was like butterscotchy I for some reason. I always imagined
0: that it was lemon flavor. Really?
1: hmm mm-hmm. Why don't they make a place like that? You know how many... People would pay, like, Disneyland. Like, families would go there. Like, because uh, my five-year-old niece watched people it for the first would time. would go
0: there and just die. <laughs>
1: <That's> me. <laughs> I would be in the chocolate river. But my, my niece watched it for the first time. She was, like, three. She's like, can we go there, please? Will you take me there? I would go and there. And she was so disappointed when I had to tell her it doesn't. it's not real. I know. Like, people, you know how much
0: but bank I you'd make? I <laughs> so i like the peach yes it is yes. very good
1: very refreshing okay. for sure
0: are we ready to try this super fruit we are mangoes i smelled acai. it and i don't know
1: if i like it the smells very it's... strong like cough syrup or something
0: yeah or like a starburst does Maybe? it smell like a starburst
1: with hints of starburst <laughs> starburst cough syrup That's starburst essence okay it tastes better than it smells
0: yeah it does it doesn't taste like a starburst
1: Mm-mm. it's like raspberry flavored what is that
0: mangosteen and <laughs> i don't
1: know what that tastes like
0: i don't either i like the peach better
1: me too this isn't bad
0: no it's good but it's just berry flavored <laughs> yeah it's just a, a yeah agreed. a mix it of berries like fruit punch
1: yeah yeah, it would have been yeah. better if they would have stuck with one fruit instead of mixing all yeah, that.
0: Yes, stick with one fruit.
1: Maybe they're trying to like market themselves like they're healthy with all these antioxidants or something. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like our personalities are like very subdued today for some reason compared to how they normally are.
0: Mm, maybe because they've had a concussion. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I'm like sympathizing with you. <laughs> Sympathy weight. Well.
0: Thank you. That all in all, I mean, 80 calories, that's not bad.
1: No, not I for would, a tall boy.
0: <clears throat> yeah, I would I would definitely drink the peach
1: again. Maybe a little colder, something like that, next time. <laughs> over some ice with a lemon wedge. <laughs> There's not many things that doesn't make better. Right, that's true. Thank you. Unless it's milk. Have you ever had milk over ice?
0: No, but Aaron drinks it that way. Gross. Yes. What? Yes, he drinks milk with ice. Oh my god. Gross. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: okay. All okay.
0: right, so what's your what are your stories?
1: Okay. So, I have two stories today and there's a lot to pick from, but there's not a lot of like good content to pick from. I was just like, eh, boring, boring. There are
0: a lot of news stories. Ton. By the way, this is the segment of our podcast where we literally just read the news.
1: (laughs) Yes. Well, I don't, I mean, like, I don't want to misquote anything, you know? Um, so my first story is from the wall street journal. Ooh. Very, very professional.
0: I have a subscription, but I, um, you do? I do, but I can't figure out how to lock it.
1: Are you serious? You, you can't reset your password? No,
0: I can't figure it out.
1: So you don't know your email address that you used?
0: I can't remember which one I used. <laughs> I have that trouble too. Yes. I so, know.
1: I'm with yeah. you there. That sucks because it's probably not cheap. No. Uh <laughs> Poor thing. Um, so the title of this Wall Street Journal article, as prestigious as you might think it would be, sound is "Why Are There Still Not Enough Paper Towels?" <laughs> You're welcome, America. Wait, Why what? are there still not enough paper I towels? I literally
0: just had paper towels delivered to my house
1: <laughs> today. Apparently, there's not enough paper towels. Okay, tell I me. guess that they're playing off the story where all the toilet paper and paper towels yeah. went off the shelf when coronavirus yeah, yeah, started. Yeah. So it says Blame Lean Manufacturing, which is very interesting because I didn't. Yes. Like,
0: how do you spell that?
1: L-E-A-N. Lean.
0: Lean? Yes. Like lean cuisine?
1: Right. So this, I didn't know this. So that's why I picked this because it, I'm like, so they view paper towels like diamonds? A decades long effort to eke out more profit by inventory low by keeping inventory low left many manufacturers unprepared for the COVID nineteen when COVID nineteen struck, excuse me. And production is unlikely to ramp up significantly anytime soon. Did you know that they did that to to keep profits up? They kept the supply available supply down. They do that to diamonds.
0: They do that to a lot of things for supply and demand to keep Supply low and demand high. Right,
1: but paper towels? I'm just, that just surprised me. Like, valuable things I could see, but I don't know. I just thought it was funny that they did that to paper towels. Wow. So the United States of America, heralded as the land of plenty, still doesn't have enough paper towels. Very riveting, I know. Long after the coronavirus sparked a run on them, retailers can't keep their shelves full. Target.com had no bounty paper towels for delivery this week, though it had some at certain stores. At Amazon, a seller was charging forty-four ninety-five for a pack that normally goes for $15. Wow. An average of 21% of household paper products were out of stock at U.S. stores as of August 9th. I haven't noticed any paper towel or toll paper shortage at QFC lately.
0: They still have the limit
1: Right. Per person. But it's not nearly what it was like in the beginning. Do you remember what the stores look like? I
0: didn't know because I've been on this um I've been buying my toilet paper from this company called Who Gives a Crap?
1: That's awesome. <laughs> really? Yes. Good job. Um,
0: I started before the whole pandemic thing started. <clears throat> Excuse me.
1: Why or they a good deal or something? It's
0: well, it's all from like recycled material. Oh, smart! And then it's just delivered like regularly to your house. And because you know, I have three kids and a husband, uh-huh. we it just of saves course. me from going to Costco like
1: every five seconds.
0: Right. So I was just having it delivered.
1: Is it through Amazon or through? No, okay. it's
0: through the company who. Who gives a crap? And again, That's awesome. it's all again, it's all recycled, and like the rolls themselves are wrapped in like paper instead of plastic. And oh. I've been trying to reduce our plastic Smart. use, one-time single-use plastic. So I've just been having toilet paper delivered, and so this whole thing started. And I was like, well, I don't care, I don't <laughs> give a crap it's because <laughs> I have toilet paper coming every month. You know, a big box every month. So their
1: shipments weren't limited then.
0: No, they didn't send me any emails saying, like, we're backordered or anything. And then this last shipment, I actually added paper towels. So, but we don't use a ton. Like, we do use paper towels, but we don't use a ton because we mostly use, like, cloth cloth for, like, our hands and for wiping our counters and surfaces down. We mostly use, like, paper towels when we have to reheat something in the microwave or whatever. We don't use a ton. So I haven't really been paying attention Because I don't really go down that aisle Got it, got in it, got the grocery it store. Does that right. make sense?
1: Yeah, no, totally, it does Does it say who gives a crap on it the outside of the yes, toilet paper roll? on
0: the roll it says who gives that's a crap That's awesome it's so
1: funny Dude, I'm surprised you didn't try to sell your excess toilet paper When all this is going, no, going on No, because I was
0: like, we're going to need it <laughs> If it's like back ordered d- Yeah, I didn't sell it No, that's
1: smart You're a giver um, um, so the article goes on to talk about um, the situation isn't likely to abate soon because producers have no plans to build new manufacturing capacity. The central piece of the machinery needed to make paper towels takes years to assemble. Did you Jeez, know that? No. Assemble Years. What takes years to assemble besides like a rocket that shoots into space?
0: I guess paper towel machines.
1: What in the world? They're so
0: probably like giant. Things that roll, like, compress. Like, it's it's a series of machines, obviously. Right. Like, right. there's probably something that shreds it into pulp and then something that squishes the water out and then something that, yeah, like, r- compresses it into a product and then something that rolls it thin and then something that slides it through the roller and then something yeah. that slices it. Like, it's a process. Right. Did you ever make paper like in school? Did they ever No. do that with you? Uh-huh. Not I did that, that I can in remember. An art class one time where you took paper and we like blended it in a blender and then we had to like squeeze out the water and then we had to like flatten it like we had to make our own paper. And it ended Was up Was it cool? Yeah, it ended up being like really beautiful and artistic, but wow industrial size
1: yeah no totally that makes sense but still you're, you're in our day and age with our technology and our labor market just in our country alone um nobody years, wants
0: to work in i a know paper factory. but that's the thing but
1: years to assemble like i said it's a rocket ship you know like yeah. cars don't even take years to assemble no. So it just blows my mind. I don't know.
0: But if it's a giant, like imagine the whole process is probably takes like the whole from start to finish probably takes something the size of one warehouse, a machine from start to finish. Yeah, true. Yeah. You know, from dumping the pulp in to getting it to paper towel form. Right. It's probably a machine that's the size of an entire warehouse.
1: Yeah, that's true yeah good point i didn't think about it that way but still it just surprised me maybe 60 years ago but that would have been normal but anyways the article reads on america's americans have faced many stresses in the pandemic of which paper towel scarcity is hardly among the worst (laughs) yet the forces behind the shortage nearly six months into the crisis help explain the broad lack of U.S. preparedness that has made the pandemic worse than it might have been. Um, So that the scarcity is rooted in a decades-long quest by businesses at all levels handling many different products to eke out more profit by operating with almost no slack. Make only what you can sell, order only enough materials to keep production lines going, have only enough rail cars for a day's worth of output stock only enough items on the shelf to last till the next batch arrives. Um, So what I'm not going to go on and keep reading, but that's the the basis of the article. I just, (laughs) first of all, I was surprised that that is an article (laughs) to to begin with, but that it made into the wall street journal. Right. And that there's so complex, something that we take so for granted Mm-hmm. and don't even think twice about that there's this whole even scheme mindset to keep profits up <laughs> for paper towels Right. because paper towels are not a necessity tola paper is a necessity in yes. my mind paper towels are no not. you
0: could totally do without paper towels
1: totally <clears throat> i totally agree with that. and i've actually
0: done that like are you i mean you remember yeah no your house how yes granola i used to be yes
1: I know it used to drive me nuts, you not having paper towels at your house. Because I was so used to that. Because <laughs> you were luxury. like,
0: I only wipe my hands on paper towels. Yeah. I don't use these. Now you I use just them use them. my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I've done it. Like, I've lived for years without paper towels and without
1: a microwave. A lot of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. I don't. Yeah. This, this whole thing, this whole pandemic, this whole toilet.
1: It's madness, Rachel. <laughs> it's madness. In America, we can't buy toilet paper and paper towels. <laughs> it's an
0: outrage. Do you remember my parents' house with their paper towels? Uh-uh. <laughs> you know how my dad loves a deal?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Okay, so whenever there would be a sale on paper towels, my dad would go crazy. And you know how in a lot of homes there's a gap between your cupboards in and the, the ceiling. ceiling. In the kitchen? If if you go to my parents' house, even to this day, and you look up, that entire gap, you know how many cupboards are in my parents' kitchen? Yeah, your kitchen?
1: kitchen, the it's big. It's yeah.
0: big, and there's a lot of cupboards. The whole thing is filled with paper towels. Are you kidding me? Of all different brands that he just hoards when they're on sale.
1: Really? Yes. And is it like trophies to him? Like, look at the deal I got.
0: Kind of, but also like, <laughs> what if we need people?
1: <laughs> we couldn't live without paper we towels. We can't
0: live on just six rolls of paper towels.
1: I could see a fam a family doing that, but your dad is just him and your mom.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but this was even just when, like, it was just my mom, my dad, and my sister. And, like, none of us are home because we're all in school or working. Right. <laughs> they, it's literally, like, 60 rolls of paper towels. I can't give out So he's address. okay
1: with spending. <laughs> but we'll, we'll post the picture one day. <laughs> She'll take a confined photo and we'll post it on something. Um, but so your dad's okay with spending a lot of money if it's on a deal.
0: Yes. If it's on sale, he'll spend $100. But if it's not on sale, he won't spend any money.
1: He's a weird kind yes. of penny pincher. It's
0: very, very strange.
1: Complex. Yes. My grandmother was a penny pincher, like severe like your dad. Mm-hmm. Maybe worse at times.
0: But would spend like massive amounts of money when things were on sale. But yes. Like you do really need 60 year old on paper towels. I'm yes. I'm confused because I feel like six is sufficient.
1: I think I can one-up you on that. My grandmother had a storage room where she would she canned a lot like you do, so she'd have hundreds and hundreds of jars of canned fruit, vegetables, whatever. And so she kept extra things in there like the vacuum, pots and pans, stuff like that. Um, also extra food storage that wouldn't fit the pantry in the kitchen, like when she'd find a deal at, say, Costco or something. So one day I walked in there, and there is... You know, a vat, like a vat of blueberries or a a big vat. I don't know how many square feet that is, but a whole vat that filled a whole one shelf in the storage room of extra large Johnny seasoning salts. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Extra. And not the small, like three ounce bottles. No, I know. Like extra large 12, 16 ounce bottles. Are you shitting me? No, there was like, like probably 200 like extra half, large. half a gallon of
0: Johnny C.T. Yes. She bought so much.
1: Yes. It's
0: like when the zombie apocalypse happens, yes. <laughs> instead of currency,
1: it's going to be Johnny's. Seriously. And when she passed away a couple of years ago, I had to clean out her house. And it was still there. She never used it all. Oh of God, course she didn't. Why didn't you
0: give it to me? Because I could have <laughs> given it to my dad. I've never told you the seasoning salt story of my dad.
1: Not you might have, but you know my memory sucks.
0: I know exactly the size you're talking <laughs> about because it's a massive thing of seasoning salt yes. enough to last a lifetime. And
1: Johnny's seasoning salt is so fucking salty. <laughs> yes. It's so salty. One
0: container will last years. a large man a lifetime. Uh-huh. Much less hundreds.
1: Seriously.
0: Okay, I got to tell you the seasoning salt story. So okay. my, my dad is a Johnny's fan. Is he? He is a Johnny's fan ever since we got back to the States.
1: There's only one kind of Johnny's. There's
0: only there's always been a, the jar, not the little jar, the big 16-ounce jar. Yeah. Yep, that you shake
1: mm-hmm. onto your
0: corn on the cob. Yep.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I've never liked it. Don't don't enjoy it. So <laughs> this, this is like ten years ago. We're at my parents' house, and there's a little like six ounce thing of seed yeah, salt. Yeah, the
1: small normal, the small
0: size, size you would buy in a grocery store. And Justin picks it up, and he's like going to shake it on something, and it's like out. So <laughs> he gets up. And he's like, oh, there's more. And so he goes to grab it. And my dad goes, no!
1: Your dad's watching him because he knew that he was going for the Johnny's. <laughs> says, that's the backup seasoning salt. <laughs> backup seasoning salt? <laughs> oh my God, are they related, my grandma and your dad? <laughs> and
0: my dad then pulls out one of those giant half-gallon sizes out of the cupboard and he's like you gotta refill the normal size he's like this is the normal size and justin's like then why do you have the like
1: what's the what why does the backup serve in
0: in case he runs out of the half gallon size (laughs) and he can't get to Costco (laughs) to, to refill it and so then he has the Backup seasoning salt on the counter. And or so he's been, Is it was it unopened
1: or in plastic wrap yes. or something? Oh yes. So it was
0: this little preserve. The preserve. So my dad has been refill and I always wondered like why is the label so like worn on that? Because I just thought they bought seasoning salt at the grocery store like every few months. Nope. Nope. <laughs>
1: So he's been refilling the same the container same. for, like, 30 years? Yes. Ugh. Gross.
0: No! <laughs> That's the backup. Like, Jesse was about to crack the, seal. the wrapper. And my dad freaked
1: out. Like a bomb was about to yep. go off if he unsealed no. it. Was it a small
0: container? So the one on the table is the small container.
1: Was the backup a small container?
0: No, the backup was like the 16 ounce, oh. like the bigger jar. The
1: backup to his backup. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> oh, God. Yes, it so is, right?
0: The small jar on the table and then the giant jar in the cupboard hidden <laughs> and the backup hidden. sealed for the chance.
1: <laughs> that his backup. backup
0: that his Half a gallon of seasoning salt would run out. Oh
1: my God. That stuff has to be so bad for you, I swear.
0: Have I told <laughs> that? Yes, Yes.
1: Can we invite your dad on our
0: podcast? No. That would be awesome. No. I would have so
1: much fun with that. I
0: did tell you about Y2K with my parents, right? No. Like, my parents thought Y2K was going to happen. Okay. And they literally like stockpiled our whole house. Oh my god. And there was like three gar- like garbage cans filled with food. Are you shitting
1: house. me? No. Just because the computers are gonna glitch? Then yes. that means we're gonna starve. Yep. And right. Y
0: two K didn't happen and then we right. had to eat all of the minute race. Gross. <laughs> and then dry food like So it was
1: <laughs> stocked with crap. Yes. Like dollar store food
0: perishable food
1: Oh I'd yeah. be pissed
0: But we have 60 rolls of toilet you know. <laughs> Paper towels
1: For the corn on the cob for the Johnny seasoning salt <laughs> For the
0: backup seasoning salt.
1: No So has that backup been unsealed to yeah, this day? it's
0: still on the counter to this day Unsealed Just imagine my dad as like Bruce Willis from Die Hard No <laughs> This like my beater tank top up, ripped, torn, no.
1: <laughs> like
0: leaping through the air. That was what Justin it,
1: was probably like. What the fuck? I would have thought like there's a spider on me yeah. or something.
0: <laughs> something dangerous was yeah. about to happen. Yeah. no, he was about to crack the seal on the back of seasoning salt. Do
1: you think he would have gotten really angry if he yes. would have really? Yes. Because because that jar of Johnny because which is a salt preservative, would not have preserved. It would have <laughs> the top layer would have dried out. Yep, and it'd been ruined. Yep, you couldn't just brush off the top no. layer.
0: He needed the is the backup <laughs> to the backup. And I get to that the backup. totally. Yep. Oh my! God. I can't believe your grandma had gallons of it. Oh, dude, they're related. Eats? Who eats? that much seasoning salt my grandmother
1: salt. i guess and why? she lived alone
0: that's the thing why do you need that much seasoning salt why I, do you need i don't know first of all i've never had so i have a little thing of seasoning salt in my house because donovan likes it the Johnnies, yeah the Johnnies. he likes it because your dad
1: it. probably got him into it probably yeah and
0: he likes to eat it on hard boiled eggs Oh gross I've never used it in cooking but there's a little like three ounce can that sits in my kitchen I can't imagine my gallons of it
1: yeah 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 and you know how it it's it's heavy it's kind of heavy and so when you have to go to the dump when you're
0: so orange yes
1: and it was like extra orange because it was so old like she had it in their stuff from like fifth grade when I was like 10. Like 30 years, literally. Um, And throwing it away because I had to pay for the dump, you know, Um, she didn't have garbage service there. They don't do that. You just take your, either burn it or take it to the dump. And it added, I'm sure, a lot of money that I had to pay to dump. Which, because there's so much stuff I had to throw away, I was so mad because so I was like, "That's probably that like an extra fifty bucks just for the Johnny
0: seasoning salt." Johnny seasoning salt, yeah. dude. You should have told me, and I would have <laughs> just like given it to my dad for his birthday and Christmas and Father's that Day. That would have been
1: awesome. Just
0: like every year, here's a gallon of Johnny <laughs> seasoning salt.
1: More where that came from.
0: Yes, <laughs> he slowly starts to outnumber the paper towels lining the cabinet.
1: He's so lucky that he got you of his daughter. I would like secretly, continuously hide the backup to the backup just to mess with him if I were you. <laughs> like
0: poke a hole in it so it's like slowly, like there's just a trail. <laughs> and
1: then leave a trail where you hide it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, seasoning salt, so gross.
1: Anyways, that was Anyways. an awesome story. What? article do you have for us oh, next?
0: oh okay we're done with paper towels we're
1: done with the riveting story <laughs> from the wall street journal
0: <laughs> paper towels well you know we have the kimberly clark
1: yeah, yeah in everett right yeah, yeah.
0: So we have paper towels nearby
1: we could just swim across the sound and yep. ashore to kimberly clark
0: um so my first story was um the indictment of Steve Bannon. Oh, I briefly heard about that the, today. The crowdsourcing border wall.
1: I am like seething to hear what that's about.
0: Okay. I have no idea. So the three articles I sourced are, um, I have an NPR article. Give it to me. Uh, CNN and a BBC.
1: Were they all that good? So juicy you had to print out all four of them?
0: Well, I like to print out because I. Read no, oh, I know, I know, I know.
1: But were yeah. all the articles so different, is what I mean?
0: Yeah, they were pretty different. So, um. Let's hmm. hear it. Crowdsourced border wall donors disturbed by fraud and money laundering charges.
1: Wait, he was raising money for a border wall between U.S. and Mexico? from from private citizens
0: um on gofundme
1: shut your mouth
0: i thought you knew this no
1: no i never heard that in my life since when since like donald got elected yes what the fuck the government pays for that shit if they want to do that shit (laughs) what
0: your face right now is (laughs) amazing
1: uh, who the fuck would give a cent for that?
0: A who lo- would believe that? A lot of people what? gave a lot of money. Really? A lot okay, of money. Okay, I'll shut
1: up. Sorry, read your story. I didn't mean to Do you want to
0: guess how much money?
1: I am just dumbfounded right now. I don't know. $25 million. No way. Yes. He raised $25 million on GoFundMe <clears throat> from private citizens. Yes. Yeah. For a wall yep. that the government's supposed to pay for. Yep. And do
0: you know what? how long the wall is that they've built? No. You want to guess?
1: Uh, um, 50 miles? <laughs> I don't know.
0: <laughs> they've built half a mile of wall.
1: They've only built a fucking half a mile? What? He's <laughs> He's been in office for almost four years. <laughs> But
0: this is, yeah, but this doesn't have anything to do with the president. He doesn't know anything about this.
1: My Bullshit. You.
0: Okay. Hold on. Oh,
1: oh, oh. You're saying that the money that was raised mm-hmm. ha- has gone to only build a half.
0: Yes. They have built one half mile.
1: Wouldn't the government have to contract that out if they, if you're going to build a they border have, for our country? They
0: have built it on private land. So, you know, there's. People who own yes. property. Yes. yes, yes, So they have built it on private land, and they have built a whole.
1: Half a mile. Half a mile. How tall is this thing? <laughs> Shut up. Oh, my God. Oh, my it's God. It's like 13
0: feet tall. Are you kidding no, me? No, it's not like half. A, it's not very tall.
1: Oh, <laughs> my God.
0: Holy
1: Sorry. shit. Okay. okay, go ahead. I'll, I won't interrupt you.
0: Here we go. On June 24th, 2018, former Trump advisor Stephen Bannon stood on a ridge in Sunlands, New Mexico, kicking off a three-day telethon with a view of Quidad, Juarez, Mexico, in the distance. This is what separates it. He said, pointing to a tall metal fence climbing the hillside, the wall built by private money. The half mile stretch of wall had been completed with money donated to We Build the Wall, an online crowdfunding campaign run by Brian Kolfog.
1: Is he a six year old? We build the wall. (laughs)
0: An Air Force veteran who lost both of his legs and his right arm while on deployment in Iraq in 2004. What? Through a viral GoFundMe page and other fundraising efforts, Kolfog and Bonin, who served as chairman of We Build the Wall, raised more <laughs> than $25 million in private donations from people who were told that 100% of their contribution would go straight into construction.
1: Do you think that the president was behind this? Because well, the government won't pay for it?
0: Well, There are interviews with these people from a couple of years ago who are saying, we've talked to the president, and he's super excited, and he's behind this, but in interviews this week, the president says, I knew nothing about this. Of course, this. fat liar. I don't know anything about this. Of course. But a couple years ago, the spokespeople for these were saying, the president loves this idea. Anyway. What? <sighs> yeah, so.
1: So where's all the money if the wall isn't built?
0: Well, it's, I mean, this still being pills. Slowly.
1: Oh, shit.
0: So, Steve Bannon and three others charged with fraud in border wall fundraising campaign. Um, New York federal prosecutors on Thursday charged President Donald Trump's former advisor, Steve Bannon, and three others with defrauding donors of hundreds of thousands of dollars. As part of a fundraising campaign purportedly aimed at supporting Donald Trump's border wall, Bannon, 66, was arrested on Thursday near Westbrook, Connecticut, on the yacht of exiled Chinese dissident Giao Wengyu. What? A 150-foot yacht, by the way.
1: Damn. Damn. During
0: initial court appearance in New York uh, later Thursday, Bannon pleaded not guilty and was set to be released on bail including a 5 million dollar bond to be secured by 1.75 million in cash or real Damn. property. Yep. Did he get out? Yeah, he's on he's on bail.
1: Wow. He's out on
0: bail right now. Appearing via video conference, Bannon supported sported a white face mask, a button-down shirt, and a sunburn. as he exited the federal courthouse bannon removed his mask and waved at supporters before confronting a group of reporters this entire fiasco is to stop people who want to build the wall bannon said Uh uh-huh has nothing to do with the fact and this those are my words uh, that the four men indicted for allegedly using hundreds of thousands of dollars donated to an online crowdfunding campaign. Um, Bannon and another defendant, Brian Colfage, promised donors that the campaign, which ultimately raised more than $25 million, was a volunteer organization and that 100% of the funds raised would be used in the execution of our mission and purpose. Colfage... Uh, according to the charges, spent more than $350,000 of the donations on personal expenses, including cosmetic surgery, a luxury SUV, a golf cart, payment towards a boat, home renovations, jewelry, oh God. personal tax payments, and credit card debt.
1: Are you shitting me? No. Is any of the money left?
0: Well yeah, they're still building that half-mile wall.
1: <laughs> Do they know for sure if there's money left?
0: No. I don't I haven't read that, but
1: oh my god, I bet it's gone.
0: Actually, so GoFundMe shut down the page.
1: When when he got arrested?
0: Yeah, and they've returned over 6 million dollars
1: to funders. Good. Good.
0: Yeah. Cuz <clears throat> most of these people are blue collar. Yeah, people I know. Donating like $50, $100, yeah. which is a lot yeah. to them. Yeah. And it's like and they were told that's the whole point is they were told 100% of your contribution will go to build the border wall.
1: Right. And they were also told by President Trump when he was running Mexico's going to pay for the wall. Yes. No, actually you need to pay for it out of your pocket. Right. Yes. And they still support the president, I'm sure.
0: Right. What the fuck? Um the indictment describes the sleight of hand perpetuated by the defendants on donors to the We Build the Wall group. Within days of launching the group, Colfog along with Bannon and Baltota, made a secret agreement in which Colfog would be paid a hundred K up front and then twenty K per month according to the indictment. To disguise the transfer of money to Colfog Bannon agreed to pass the payments through the nonprofit he controls, according to the prosecutors. And in February 2019, Bannon and Boltada uh, directed the nonprofit to pay Colflag $100,000 from We Build the Wall.
1: Oh my God.
0: Okay. Hmm. <clears throat> okay. So. Prosecutors appear to have reviewed text messages between Bannon, Boldotta, and the others that show $100,000 was intended as salary for Kolfage. Um, when Kolfage texted Baldado to say the We Build the Wall group would have to disclose payments to the nonprofit in its um, in its tax filings which no shit that's what happens your non if you have money left over which is aka profit you have to disclose to the IRS what you intend to do with your remaining money we had to do this every year when I was a Girl Scout leader in our troop really? yeah if we had even $20 left over we had to tell the IRS what we intended to do with that money so, it wasn't considered profit. Otherwise,
1: you'd s- lose your nonprofit status. Yeah. Well, you we
0: had to say, okay, well, that $20 is going to go towards, you know, some underprivileged girl who can't afford camp next year. That'll go towards her camp payments or whatever. Gotcha. So then they were like, oh, well, you can payments. Yeah, you're a non fucking profit. Right. You have to tell the IRS what you're doing with your nonprofits. Anyway. Is fairly- that how they got caught? Apparently, that's a surprise to them. Potentially. Um, So, Boldada replied, better you and me, better than you and me, LOL. After Colfage told Baldada to make the payments to Colfage's spouse, the nonprofit filed a tax form falsely saying it had paid his spouse for media. So, apparently. That's where that
1: hundred grand went? Right. Uh-huh.
0: Um, let's see.
1: Did he get arrested too?
0: All four people. So the four guys indicted are okay. The four guys indicted are Steve Bannon. Brian Colfage, Andrew Bald, Bad-Ulta, and Timothy Shea. And they have um, supposedly defrauded hundreds of thousands of donors. And they're capitalizing on their interest in funding a border wall. And they've raised millions of dollars under the false pretense that all of the money would be spent on construction. And they repeatedly said, like on the website, on all the campaigns, 100% of the money will go towards the border wall, which is not the case. Mr. Bannon allegedly has received more than $1 million, at least some of which he used to cover personal expenses. Oh. And Mr. Bannon is the sixth former senior aide to President Trump. To face
1: criminal charges imagine that hmm.
0: criminals surround themselves with
1: criminals uh-huh where there's smoke there's fire right
0: okay um let's see did they well, say like
1: when they started construction does it say anything about that in
0: 2018 While repeatedly assuring donors that Brian Colfage, the founder and public face of We Build the Wall, would not be paid a cent, the defendant secretly schemed to pass hundreds of thousands of dollars to Colfage, which he used to fund his lavish lifestyle. Damn. Um, This case should serve as a warning to other fraudsters that no one is above the law, not even a disabled war veteran or a millionaire political strategist
1: damn dude I wonder if they've found everything incriminating or if it's just the tip of the iceberg that they're letting us know
0: I don't know but if you claim that nobody on your board is going to be paid a salary and then you pay them a salary that is sorry I'm chewing a jolly rancher you're right. crunch crunch
1: and the president had no knowledge of this
0: he doesn't know anything about it nothing although the camp again the campaign videos that some of them i watched were Mm
1: -hmm.
0: these men saying we've talked to the president and president loves this but again these are men in a campaign video not necessarily the president
1: Right, but when they started this, when they first started this, I bet Bannon was still working at the White House. I think so. Yeah, so bullshit he didn't have knowledge.
0: Anyway, it's a privately funded border wall claiming that 100% of the money would go towards the construction of the border wall, which shockingly, 100% of it has not gone towards the construction. Shocking. Of the border wall.
1: Wow. That, I can't wait till I get more info on that. Because you know there's yeah. more stuff that's going So, th-
0: yeah, they were just arrested and indicted on Thursday. So, that's
1: all we have. Dang. Well, um, so my next story is a quick story. And unfortunately, it has to do with our president. But I, I wanted to, I know, but I wanted to bring this up because it's, Every little victory I find, I want to talk about, and you know, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So this is from CNBC, um, and it just came out today. The title is: Judge denies Trump's bid for a stay of subpoena in Manhattan DA's tax records case. <gasps> oh, that's right! C- See <laughs> victory finally. <In> Jesus, <laughs> So it it says a federal judge denied President Donald Trump's bid to temporarily block a ruling allowing a subpoena for his tax returns and other financial records. Hmm. The ruling came a day after the judge rejected Trump's latest attempt to stop the Manhattan District Attorney's Office from enforcing a subpoena issued to his accounting firm. Trump's lawyers on Thursday had filed a request for an emergency stay pending an appeal of that ruling. Um, Later Friday, that appeals court denied the request for an immediate administrative stay, but said that another motion for a stay pending the appeal will be argued before a three-judge panel on September 1st. Uh, Earlier in the day, U.S. District Judge Victor Marrero wrote in his order that Trump has not demonstrated that he will suffer irreparable harm if the subpoena is enforced.
0: Well, yeah, because he hasn't suffered irreparable harm from anything. At any time. Bankruptcies, failures, marriages, his dad loaning him $400 million, his dad buying millions of dollars of chips from his casinos. He's never suffered irreparable harm from anything.
1: Mm-mm. Nope.
0: Because he's a privileged white guy who for whatever reason the society and the media has allowed him to project this image of some sort of success, like, yeah, he's really not a success. He's just an enabled.
1: He's a smokescreen is what he yeah. is. Yeah, totally. So the court notes that its views remain unchanged with respect to the president's likelihood of success on the merits. Marrero added, particularly given the concerns addressed in the August 20th decision regarding the effect of further delay on the grand jury's investigation. The subpoena from D.A. Cyrus Vance Jr., directed to the president's longtime accounting firm Mazars USA, seeks the president's personal And business records including tax returns dating to 2011. (sighs) i'm so happy that someone's taken him to task because either people hate trump and get blinded by their hate and they just fixate on that and it becomes like an infestation or they love trump and they're
0: blinded by
1: that right or they're scared of him and so no one seems to do anything like god bless robert Mueller. but even when he was ordered to speak before the house or the senate or whatever that thing was the three mm-hmm. times he did it he still kept his lips shut he still just said i refer to this or that or that's redacted i can't mm-hmm. talk about i refer to my you know what i mean like it seemed like even he was not scared but something was going on there that wasn't right Did you ever listen to Margaret Muller testify?
0: Yeah, yeah, and it, I mean, it was, in his defense, he was like, I feel like my report was sufficient. Right. And it should just be covered in the report.
1: If it was me, though, and I know I'm not him, and, and, you know, maybe I'm totally wrong, and, you know, he answered correctly, I'd been like... Blow up poster boards. Well, in Article five, let me highlight where the president was an absolute <laughs> right. criminal and you know what I mean. Right. Yeah. Um but maybe he's just being non-biased. I don't know. Um but he's I'm just
0: being non-biased and he's also being like so he personally can't be charged with defamation of character or slander yeah. or whatever. Like yeah. his personal opinion can't be
1: yeah, but I mean, if your personal opinion, and the facts line up.
0: <laughs> right. If your pers-
1: poster board time. <laughs> you know what hey, I mean?
0: I know. I know what you mean. It was disappointing.
1: Yeah, underwhelming. I was yeah. pissed.. I was like, what the frick? So finally, I'm just glad that the the Manhattan DA's office is standing up and, and doing something, and that the judges, not all the judges are in Trump's pocket, and I think it will be awesome. To to see, because he'll be exposed for what he is, I think, personally, if his financial records come out. Because it's business and personal financial records. I think, yeah. you know, because he's fighting really hard. Mm -hmm. And he's the first president in history to never, you know...
0: Disclose his tax tax returns. returns.
1: So he's hiding something. Yeah. And I don't know. I'm just, I want him out of office. I want to be done with talking about him. I want him exposed... I'm just tired. I think it hits home for me and you personally too, because the evangelical side, which we share a similar faith, you know, we, we have similar beliefs, they've just gone crazy. They've lost their damn minds. Yes. And I, I, I don't know.
0: It's been happening for a while, though. Before Trump, the evangelical. Culture, you think? Oh, yeah. Before. He's just kind of remember the podcast I was telling you about the slow burn, Mm -hmm. which was uh, the latest season covered the political career of David Duke. Yes. It's this whole evangelical movement started back in the 80s. Mm. And it's just been growing and it's all about white men keeping their power.
1: How can you call yourself an evangelical when when Jesus himself wasn't a white man?
0: When Jesus was <laughs> a little Jewish bastard boy? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how you can justify it. But they do. Yeah. And it's all about men in the patriarchy keeping the power that was bestowed upon them, remember? Yeah. We talked about this. Yeah. By the Catholic Church Back in the 1400s when the Catholic Church was like, yeah, oh, by the way, you have the right to enslave anyone.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I remember now. This
0: all started yeah. 600 years ago. Yeah. And it's men just fighting to keep their power.
1: I know. I just guess it's maddening to see how easy it is for some people. And like, I feel like I'm taking crazy pills right. watching everybody else.
0: Or that women are taking the same crazy pills. Yeah.
1: Especially like, women. Oh, I right. don't I don't get it.
0: I don't know. I don't get it. And it's all in disguise of pro-life. That's their whole banner is the but pro-life But I don't think they realize
1: that. I don't think they realize that's yeah. where it all ties to. No, I to. think they do. Really?
0: I have a friend from high school who is a pastor now, and he posted like, hey, just FYI, here's the Democratic Party's platform if you're interested in reading about it. And somebody and he's a pretty progressive guy and somebody commented like, Why are you even posting this? Oh my god. And he was like, Well, I'm getting why not? Like yeah. I'm just posting this like if in case you're interested in reading what the Democratic Party has to say about their policies and they were like, Why would you even consider voting Democrat? Because they support abortion. And, of course, it's like a white guy talking to another white guy. Yeah. They are all hiding behind this abortion thing. Yeah. But as soon as that baby's born, black or brown or undocumented or gay or drug addicted, they don't give a shit. Yeah. So they're not it's the true. party of pro life. They're the party of pro men deciding who has value yeah. in society. That's yeah. my opinion. That's my personal opinion yeah. from my thirty-seven years of experience living in this subculture, yeah. being raised in the subculture, and then living on the outside of the subculture for the last fifteen years and watching it
1: yeah that's a good point it is you make a lot of sense
0: but that's my i mean most of my family they're single issue voters yeah most of my family
1: yeah i've talked to some that um it's so much more than that like some of evangelicals that are like god chose him and it's so obvious and there was a prophecy what? that he was going to be president oh yeah there's a big big god. population that believes this that there was a prophecy and there's like a video of some guy prophesying back in 2014 or <laughs> something. The the orange Gino Yes, hair. yes. And they <laughs> use it as proof to CC. Oh, and yeah. um, they're like, God's called him and God's, you God's know. God's
0: called him?
1: Yes, that he, God chose him. He's chosen by God to be president.
0: How is he even godly in any I, stretch of the imagination? I guess,
1: I guess, um... God's redeeming him and using Mike Pence to be God a good. God in-
0: is redeeming him
1: and using Mike Pence to be a good influence, and now Do you know he's using. Cor- it's
0: documented that he has lied like twenty one thousand times oh. since being in office. Dude, to exaggerate- evangelicals,
1: Mike P- Pence is more holier than Trump ever could be in their mind. Like he is the missionary of all missionaries. He, he, he's the man
0: who calls his wife mother.
1: Yes. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> Yeah. So there's a lot, a big volume, that think that he's chosen by God. <laughs> I'm sorry. That wait. he will be reelected, and that he was put there by God to help our country be go back on track, to be put back on the right track.
0: Which has everything to do with abortion.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right, right. Right. But there, but there's so much more than just the abortion thing.
0: Not birth control or. Healthcare, right, or education to keep people from getting pregnant in the first right. place, just because keep... that
1: means that they're having premarital sex and that's not okay, so they can't acknowledge that.
0: I just picture so this is all I picture. Remember the naked gun,
1: yes, Leslie yes.
0: I just picture Mike Pence and his wife and those full body condoms. <laughs>
1: I do remember that with Elvis Presley's wife.
0: Yes,
1: I watched that so many times when I was little. I loved that movie where he
0: was like, "Nice Beaver." Yes, she hands it down. She's like, "Thanks, I just had a stomach." Yes,
1: I love those movies. So funny.
0: Those movies hold up. They're hilarious for sure. Even though OJ is in those movies, that's
1: okay. It was before
0: he murdered his wife. But (laughs) that's how I picture Mike Pence is, like, so uptight that he's not even, like, having physical contact with his own wife. Who he calls mother.
1: Yeah, I never understood that. Ew.
0: That's gross.
1: Yeah, it is gross. It's icky. Very. Like, how? how, yeah, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Anyways, so, yeah, like I said, there is a large group of evangelicals. I've heard it from many different, not just people that we know or I know um, that think that he... I don't want to say like he's the Messiah, but pretty close to it. Like he was called and chosen, and put there by God, and that's and they point to see those charges to try to impeach him. God just pushed him to the wayside; they just crumbled. Nothing holds up against him. He's just unstoppable because God's on his side. God, he's chosen. I hear it all the time.
0: God's on his side, or the political party he's aligned himself with is protecting him yes to stand up to
1: scared him yeah exactly no they see a supernatural power around him because he's the chosen one I swear I know it sounds nuts and I'm like how can you be so blinded but yet they won't listen or watch anything if it says a negative thing about Donald Trump they won't they only watch like Fox News or you know what I mean
0: or they read Breitbart
1: yeah whatever right they're just brainwashed and they take everything trump says as bible ew yeah it, it is gross it, that's and that's why i feel like i'm taking crazy pills like what the fuck i know i feel like i, <laughs> I
0: feel like <laughs> i'm taking crazy pills too
1: anyways so that's my article i just little little vic- small victory
0: Hey, Tax returns because render unto caesar what is caesar's right that's right. Christians love to say they love to quote about how Jesus was trying to be like the Pharisees were trying to nail him down and get him He's you not know, paying taxes. He's not paying taxes right. and Jesus was like render unto Caesar what is Caesar's. Go grab unto the coin and, what and is fish. God. Yeah. Well, if you take that literally, that means according to the United States government, you should be paying your fair share in taxes. Mhm. But how many of these people are paying their fair share in taxes? Trump? Nope. The rich corporations that they're protecting are... Nope.
1: Yeah, I know. But
0: render unto Caesar what is Caesar's.
1: Right. I know, it's nuts. It's fucking crazy.
0: Meanwhile, (laughs) it's, it's supposedly... Uh, illegal immigrants who are bilking the system (laughs) for billions of dollars yeah
1: meanwhile right
0: it's they're the people who are paying taxes for a social security card right that they don't actually can never collect on they're the ones they're the ones bilking the system
1: Yeah, that constantly live in fear of ICE. Yeah,
0: not the people who are hiding their money from the government.
1: Yeah. And I I just think with that whole issue, I just think about, first of all, if you call yourself a Christian, and most that support Trump do, and then you think about our Statue of Liberty and what it says and what it means to be a Christian. Mm Mm-hmm. How can you have that stance against human beings that are fleeing massive, massive persecution that see people shot on the daily, that their own family members or sons or daughters have been killed and they just want a better life. Just like every, almost 98% of the people in this country came here for a better life, Mm -hmm. for freedom. Like, how can you say you deserve it, but you don't? Who are you to judge? Do you not read your Bible? Like, what no. in the world?
0: Well, they just read the little bits and pieces I know, that they that are like. are convenient, yeah. The part where the, it says the husband is the head of the wife. And wives submit to your husbands. Wives submit yeah. to your husbands. Yep. That's all they talk about.
1: Yeah. It just you drives me nuts.
0: really interesting. If you look at the statistics, because every all these people are concerned about illegal immigration and people coming here and taking our jobs because of course your white kid named Chad is <laughs> definitely spending his summers in the spinach field oh yeah making spinach. Sure. Chad <laughs> okay. Yeah, they're taking all our jobs. Whatever. Um before there was really heightened border security Immigration was like fluid, like right. people right. would come here, yeah. migrant workers would come here, they would work for a season, they would get paid and then they would cycle back yep. and then they would come back. It was cyclical mm-hmm. and most of them went back home mm-hmm. and they brought the money back home mm-hmm. and now there's strict border security and once you get in, you don't leave. Yeah. Because you may not make it back out or you may not make it back in. That's the
1: whole thing is they're afraid they won't make it back in.
0: Right. So it's like you've made the problem. Yep. With your crazy border security and secure the borders and they're taking our jobs bullshit. Yep. You've actually made the problem worse because most migrant workers used to return because they don't want to spend holidays away from their families. Right. Right. Just like. Right. And some
1: have to come up here and work and then send money for their family. Like, like, you know what I mean? They have to go get their family. They can't all afford to come at once. Yeah.
0: So it's just like it it, it used to be a cycle. Right. And now it's just a closed once you're in, you stay.
1: Yeah. And that's only happened in the last, what, 80 years? No. 100 years? Less than that. Really? Like
0: the last, like, 25 years, I want to say. Okay. 25 to 30 years. I knew it was recent. Yeah, so I'm sorry, but yeah. And guess what? Texas and California actually used to be part of Mexico. Right. So stop telling them to go back to their right? country because it used to. We be part- took it. <laughs> we took it away from them. Yeah. Do you not know the story of the Alamo? <laughs> remember the Alamo? Yeah. Remember how we we invaded stole- the Alamo? We know. <laughs> I- remember <laughs> how we stole millions of acres? From the Mexicans, remember the yeah. Alamo. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh,
1: anyway, so sorry to go on that high horse. I just I needed to get that out. All well, right, what's your next article?
0: Oh my gosh! So I actually have some really good news. Oh, good. Yep, Golden State Killer was sentenced really? today. Really? Yes, he was sentenced today. To 11 consecutive life sentences without the possibility of parole. They didn't give
1: him the death penalty?
0: They waived it because he made a deal. Oh. He didn't go to trial. He pled guilty. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So Golden State Killer also known as the he started his criminal career as the visalia Mm -hmm. ransacker Mm -hmm. and i believe he actually murdered somebody as the visalia ransacker Mm -hmm. like he shot somebody who was trying to stop him Mm -hmm. and it was like he broke into people's houses and like sniffed their underwear and like laid like he laid their belongings it was weird And then he progressed from like stalking, breaking into people's houses to becoming the East Area rapist Mm -hmm. up in Sacramento. Yeah. He raped, I believe, over 50 women.
1: Sometimes while their husband was there, and he would like mostly stack while, dishes yes, on the husband. So if, while their husbands were yeah, there. Yeah. So if he heard the dishes fall, yeah. then he, yeah. And
0: then he progressed into becoming a serial killer in Southern California, which initially was known as the original Night Stalker. Oh. And then it was Michelle McNamara who kind of uh, was researching the case and came up with the name. Golden State Killer connecting all three.
1: So, the one who wrote the book and recently yes. died? Yes. Yeah. So,
0: Golden State Killer has been sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole.
1: Like for sure. Never. For sure. Even if he lives so, to 150. Yeah. Okay. He
0: can live. He's got 11 consecutive sentence, life sentences along with additional 15
1: life sentences? hmm. How long is a life sentence?
0: I believe 20 years.
1: Are you shitting me? No. I thought it was like 80. No. A life, yeah. A life is not 20 years. No,
0: (laughs) but I believe that's what a life sentence is. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Um, Former police officer known as the Golden State Killer was sentenced Friday to spend the rest of his life in prison. Joseph James D'Angelo, now 74, admitted. This is the big part. He actually admitted to committing more than a dozen murders in the nineteen seventies and eighties after investigators identified him as a suspect using public geneal g I can never say this word. Gene genealogy? G, yes, thank you. Websites to trace his DNA. D'Angelo pleaded guilty on june thirteenth to in June, sorry, in June, to thirteen murders and thirteen rape related charges, he also admitted to dozens more murders and rapes that were beyond the statute of limitations. Can you believe that that there's a statute of limitations? I'm sorry. I know they it's could ridiculous. only prosecute him for a handful of his actual right. crimes, which is ridiculous
1: did he was there any uh, anyone unaccounted for that he showed them where they were? No. Oh, okay. He
0: hasn't. He hasn't admitted to anything more than what they have on him, but a lot of people believe that there's actually more victims. I'm sure. Um, over four decades—that's a long time to wait for justice to be served. Finally, we have arrived at this day," um, said Attorney, uh, Contra Costa County District Attorney Diana Becton. Um. So he struck a plea deal with prosecutors um, that meant he was able to avoid the death penalty. And part of that reason is because California doesn't actually enforce the death penalty, like our state where the governor is like, I'm not going to sign death warrants. Um, same thing in California. So why bother even. Yeah. You know, sentencing him to a death penalty. If it's, he's never going to face it. And then he just has all these unlimited chances to test and yeah. appeal. Um, Good point. So the infamous killer will now likely die in prison, serving 11 consecutive life terms without the possibility of parole, with 15 concurrent life sentences, and other time for weapons charges.
1: You know what gets me is, you know how the psychologists say that... Um, they usually escalate like how he did mm-hmm. like from um, burglarizing into raping and to killing. Yeah. And then he just stopped and lived in this neighborhood and yeah. no one even noticed him and it, it took him like narrowing down like hundred people's DNA or something mm-hmm. like that, right? Yeah. So he just stopped.
0: Yeah. BTK did that too though.
1: But it's not common, like it's very abnormal for them well, to just they stop, used right? used
0: to think it was uncommon and now they're finding that they serial killers too have lols.
1: Can control themselves?
0: Yeah, well, like BTK, the buying torture kill guy in Kansas, he had his spree and then he got this job where he was like a neighborhood watch enforcer and he could like write people tickets and stuff. And the theory is that was just enough power and, like, control Mm. to where it sustained him. Gotcha. And then it wasn't until his, like, kids had grown up and moved out of the house that he started killing again.
1: Mm. Yeah, but this guy didn't start killing again at all.
0: Not that we know of.
1: True. True. That's very true. Maybe he just got so frail or something he couldn't do it.
0: Maybe. But he's... I don't think he's actually frail. Um when a person commits monstrous acts, they need to be locked away where they could never harm another innocent person. Judge Bowman said the survivors have spoken clearly the defendant deserves no mercy. Prosecutors said on Friday that this method, um, so they use DNA, the G genealogy DNA. Um, so since his arrest, the, familial DNA has been used to solve nearly a addition, hundred additional crimes like cold cases, which is amazing. What? Remember the Jody Loomis case we talked about in one of our, um, true crimes. She was the one in Everett who wrote, was riding her bike to go see her horse. Yes. Remember this? Yes. That's how her case was solved was familial DNA. And that was after the D'Angelo so there's been because of this familial dna profile like you can take the profile of a killer and upload it to these websites and find close enough matches to where you can narrow the killer down okay we can tell that this is a male relative of this person who submitted their dna to this website it's a male relative you know cousin or closer and so then they can start Narrowing it down, so over a hundred cases or nearly a hundred cases have been solved since 2018. That's crazy, his, which is amazing.
1: Yeah, that's good, thank god.
0: Um, so D'Angelo's murderous reign began in 1975, uh, where while he was working as a police officer in Exeter, California, that's when he was the Visalia ransacker, right. Um, didn't me. he get
1: fired from being a police officer cuz he wasn't like he dipped out on a shift or something like that?
0: No, he was caught shoplifting. Oh yeah, okay. A yeah. rope and a hammer. Right. Or something weird. Yeah, that's right. Earlier this week, some of his victims had their day in court giving emotional personal testimonies during his sent- sentencing hearings. Many spoke of lifelong scars and painful struggles to heal the damage left by D'Angelo. That included Chris Pedridi, um, who was 15 when D'Angelo raped her in December
1: 1976.
0: Mm. Three different times that night, I thought I was going to die. The next morning, December 19th, I woke up knowing I would never be a child again. Mm um
1: so she was there in the courtroom mm -hmm.
0: she was able to give her witness impact statement so d'angelo's victims included 87 victims and 53 crime scenes over 11 counties wow all in california all in california
1: That they know of, 87 murders or or murders and rapes?
0: 87 victims in total. So either rape victims, murder victims, or basically kidnap victims because the husbands and boyfriends would be um, hogtied. Right. He hogtied them in their beds.
1: Right. Um, Damn, that's a lot of people.
0: It is a lot of people. Um, And then one of the victims who also spoke— was Peter Schultz, who was just eleven years old when D'Angelo broke into his home and raped his mother.
1: Oh.
0: He said that D'Angelo stole his mother's wedding ring and other jewelry as part of his nineteen seventy six attack. He like kept them. And they still haven't they haven't found any of the jewelry that he stole. They believe he like hid it hid it. Oh. Like he kept it and like hid it and dropped it in a lake or something. Um, And he said, your suffering, sir, has just begun, and the boogeyman is gone.
1: I don't think he's going to survive in prison very long.
0: And I thought this, I actually printed out this story because I thought it was really powerful, Um, and it shows a Sacramento police officer wiping her eyes as she listens to the impact statements of D'Angelo's victims. So that's D'Angelo, in the white mask, and that's the officer standing behind him, tasked with protecting him, in the courtroom, and she's sobbing and wiping her eyes,
1: and he's just straight faced with these. According beanie. to all
0: the articles I read, he just sat completely stone-faced and unemotional during all the victim impact statements and then later stood up and said i'm sorry for everything
1: that's all he said i'm surprised he even said that but his eyes don't look unemotional to no me.
0: and he also you know they look been, evil he's been wheeled in in a wheelchair ever since he's been arrested he can't walk all he's been in a wheelchair but um like as you know showing that he's a feeble old man
1: oh you think it's a ploy
0: but they actually took video of him in his cell like crawling up onto the top bunk and like doing exercises and stuff in his cell
1: you saw the video or read no the i haven't
0: seen the video it's actually like part of the court wow documents but then as soon as it's time for him to go to court he's all of a sudden in a wheelchair and can't gotcha walk. Yeah,
1: so he's not really sorry then.
0: I don't believe so. He's a psychopath. I don't. Uh huh. He can't feel sorry. No. He just knows what to say.
1: He looks older than seventy four in that photo.
0: Yeah, he does. So that's wow. some good news, as he was. Sentenced. That is good news.
1: And it's all so weird how it happened, and it just happened all recently. Mm-hmm. And one lady was the missing link to figuring it all out well she wasn't
0: necessarily the missing link but she brought the the meet the attention to the case like nobody and brought and, and
1: linked him to all the
0: yeah and different nobody crimes. cared about like other than the cold case investigators nobody had heard or even really cared about this case right till she started writing about it right and then it was like holy shit he's one of the worst offenders Ever Right. And we've never heard about him. Right. Like, we all know about Ted Bundy, which, again, he's a horrible offender.
1: But nothing compared to this guy. He
0: didn't have 87 victims. No. That's for sure. No. At least that we know of. And yeah. I don't think he did. I think Ted he Bundy... He also wasn't a police officer. Well, and he, Ted Bundy also escalated pretty quickly in his crime yep. spree. Um, This guy just... Was able to maintain, and Ted Bundy wasn't able to maintain like his chill. Right, as soon as he got loose, right, escaped from custody, he immediately went to Florida where he murdered like five more people. Right, and brought all this attention to him. He couldn't control it. Control himself. Mm-mm. This guy was so calculated. Cult Like he controlled it. Yeah. He kind of was like, okay, I got my fun. Do you
1: know if he ever got married or yep. had kids? He got married, his and he has wife, kids. Oh, yeah, his I would not want to be his wife child. Why
0: divorced him after he was arrested in 2018? She had no idea, no idea. She actually gave another victim impact statement. Oh, she. She did? wrote a letter to the court saying, "I had no idea, and he deserves to rot in prison." Basically,
1: you know how many people are probably like,
0: "How could you?" Chomping
1: at the bit to do like an interview or a documentary with her and the kids. Right.
0: But it's kind of this like you don't know. Yeah, somebody says, "Oh, I'm going fishing for the weekend," and you love and trust them. Okay, they yeah, on fishing for the weekend. Yeah,
1: because your frame of reference is, I couldn't live that double right. life and act this way, so they aren't either.
0: That's exactly that's exactly it with yeah. the victims of psychopaths and sociopaths is you don't you can't imagine it on yourself. So you can't imagine it on the person that you love, right. and they're such they're such emotional chameleons, mm-hmm. and so good at it. You you absolutely cannot blame the um, romantic partners of people no who are married or connected with people with this sort of sociopathy because. These people are so good.
1: Yeah. You're right about that. For sure.
0: So, that's some good news.
1: Very good news. I know. Very good news. I'm
0: excited. I'm excited he's going to rot in prison. And he's not going to be sitting in county jail awaiting his term anymore. Now he goes to federal prison.
1: Like a max?
0: Yeah. No. Because, you know, until people are sentenced...
1: Right, 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 right. They sit in county whatever jail. county yeah.
0: that they've been arrested or they're facing charges in, which is a lot different than federal. Oh, prison. yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure.
0: Cool. So I'm excited.
1: I wonder if he's going to go to what, what's that called? Uh, Folsom? Isn't that a max security?
0: Yes, there's a bunch of max security. There's too many. Yeah, there's that's too for many sure. people incarcerated who shouldn't be. But, Very true. Like, I was seeing this comparison of like um you know like Lori Laughlin Yes yes and uh Felicity Huffman mm-hmm. and their you know the college scandal bribery admission scandal and Lori Laughlin was just sentenced to two months in prison and her husband was sentenced to five months in prison for bribing for college admissions and we're talking like hundreds of thousands of dollars in bribes yeah so they were sentenced each to months in prison and then you compare it to like there was this other news article of a mom african-american mom who for like forged her address so that her kid could go to better high school mm-hmm. and she got five years in prison
1: are you serious
0: i'm serious
1: i know people that do that and you can't blame people for doing no, that
0: because again schools are funded through property taxes right so if your school district is funded through property taxes
1: that's so sad
0: and you have you live in a district where the, the property values are low because
1: that's all you can afford
0: Yeah, so she was sentenced to five years in prison versus Lori Laughlin, who paid hundreds of thousands of dollars in bribes for her children to go to an Ivy League university. Mm -hmm. Gets two months.
1: Because she's got money. Yeah. She's a celebrity and she's white.
0: Yeah. And that's not even to graduate and get a high school education. Right, right, right. This is an Ivy League university.
1: Yes. God, that's fucked up. I didn't know that.
0: It happens a lot.
1: Man, our system's so broken. I know it needs to change. A lot of things need to change. Yeah. <sighs> so,
0: you want some bears in the news?
1: Let's do bears in the news. Okay. Bears in the news. We um
0: we talked about this before we started recording but okay wait first there's i have a funny bears in the news and then a heartwarming bears in the news which one do you want first funny okay (laughs) bear (laughs) wanders into california grocery store leaves (gasps) with bag no way (laughs) How in the world? <laughs> oh my gosh. So, you watch this. Like, Big Bear? Where was he? Yeah, like a big brown bear. So, this is Lake Tahoe grocery store. <laughs> so this, look at how big
1: he is. Oh my
0: Do you see him? I need my glasses.
1: Hold oh no. on. Get
0: your damn glasses it's on, sorry. Lisa. Look how big he is. He's. Freaking giant brown Holy bear. Holy crap. They're yes. so close to him. Oh, I don't know why she is so Idiot. close to him. Dumb, dumb. Get in your car. No kidding. But, okay, if you look at her video, see, there he is. He's like... <laughs> <laughs> right there. He's browsing the... Com- you know how they have, like, the convenience yeah. section right oh, by the check stand? She's
1: running. Ah! Oh, my
0: God! Look how Run! big he is! He's so freaking big he's huge brown bear he is i people i can't
1: people you just want, want some them food them. guys he's just <laughs> sitting there <laughs> he's his sitting butt. there in front of the chips Do you see his big butt yeah <laughs> oh my uh, god he has the bag of chips in
0: his mouth in his mouth he has the bag of chips he's, he's like he's
1: so big that makes it look like the snack bag size of chips yeah, i know he's like i couldn't fit the salsa in my mouth <laughs> that's awesome that is super cool. Those people are brave. <laughs> or, I wouldn't have been that close.
0: Excuse me, you are dumb. Okay, so he—that was amazing. That was amazing. Good. heartwarming story package. Um, Smithsonian's National Zoo giant panda gave birth today. Oh. So Mama Giant Panda Meijing gave birth on this Friday today at I believe it's 6:35 Eastern Standard Time. Aww. So 3:30 our time, time. Pacific yeah. Time. Yeah. Um you can see her actually if you go to the Smithsonian National Zoo, they have a live cam and you can watch her as she's Aww. sitting in her cell. Not herself, but, you know, her little, like, area. Yeah. Uh, so, she gave birth to a little baby. It's her sixth baby. Um, she's only had wow. three survive. Mm. So, we're really crossing our fingers for this one. Although, from what I could tell, it was pretty good um, news. Like, I was watching the um, the live feed, and the baby was super vocal, which is a good sign, like, yeah.
1: Did they, and did they come and take it from her yet?
0: No. Will they? I don't know if they will because it's not triplets like that other oh, video we yeah, were. That's watching. right, that's right. This is just um a single baby, which is um normal for okay. pandas. The triplets from a few years ago are pretty unusual and I think that's why they took them. Gotcha. Um so yeah, the baby was very vocal and and you could tell that Mie Jing was like licking and nursing him and mm. well, we don't know the sex,
1: but um so did they name him? Or oh, her?
0: there's a life feed. I know the,
1: and the mama panda's holding the baby like a human would hold their baby. Like
0: holding it in her paw. It's so, it's sweet. so sweet. And she's sweet. looking down
1: on it, just adoring yeah.
0: it. Um, so we're fingers crossed that this baby is gonna make it I really hope so. Uh if you're having a hard time, if you've had a concussion <laughs> <laughs> or having a hard week. Like look at her. Yeah. This we're watching the live feed right now and she's cradling the baby against her chest and she's nursing it. Oh, and licking it. Yeah. So sweet. Um so there's some good bears in the news. It's awesome bears in the news. I know. I'm really, really hoping this little baby makes it because look at how sweet she is. She's just like she's sitting up with her back against
1: the wall, totally, and she's
0: holding it to her little bear boob, and it's like Aww. nursing. And she's looking. Do you see her licking it? Yes, I oh, do. She's licking her baby.
1: Because that's not how normal bears do it, right? They do it like dogs. They just lay down and the thing's nurse. I
0: think most bears have their babies while still in hibernation. So they're literally like asleep still. And the babies like kind of worm their way right, up. Right, right. And just nurse yeah. for a few months. Okay. Before they emerge from the cave. So, and pandas are pretty hard to breed from what I understand, because they are so lazy. <laughs>
1: they don't have <laughs> strong back leg muscles.
0: Uh, well, they're, like, na- lazy natu- naturally. They don't really roam around like most bears. They kind of just, like, sit in one place and eat all day. Um, So I believe they're pretty hard to breed, even naturally, in the wild. So... Fingers crossed for this little baby. Look yeah. at her nuzzling it. She's so, so happy. I definitely
1: encourage you guys to look up panda yeah. baby panda videos.
0: So there's currently live video feed on nationalzoo.si.edu. Um, webcams forward slash panda slash, slash awesome. cam. <laughs> <laughs> so look it up. Bears in the news. Congrats, Mama Panda Bear. No doubt. Alright, so uh what do you recommend? What are you
1: watching? What are you listening to? Uh I've only been listening to Crime Junkie and Something Was Wrong the last couple of weeks. Wait, is I there
0: news something was wrong that I just came out today. Oh, I haven't heard it.
1: I was listening to it on the way here. Ugh. Um so I had some catching up to do. Is deuce. it
0: still the Scottish? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's good. It was upsetting though. Yeah. Like did it I know you didn't necessarily grow up in a super conservative Christian culture. It was like later in your life where you got involved in it. But I grew up in that culture and it was pretty upsetting to me like
1: because it was triggering it yeah. reminded you of familiar things
0: yeah like we talked about this last time how my my family was not in any way um like physically abusive no, no. at all or not necessarily even emotionally abusive but just the culture of like just the whole culture of we've got to raise our kids and you know spanking was the only way to discipline kids yeah and
1: narrow-minded
0: yeah or you know it was rigid very rigid yeah or you know not allowed to have any sort of culture or outside influence whatsoever in your family home it was just like The Bible and your family and the people who thought like your family was kind of right. Not exactly how I grew up. There was a bit more exposure and acceptance in my family. So there was a
1: lot of judgment if you didn't walk the line.
0: Yes. I don't know. I hated the this hurts
1: me more than it hurts you. That's such bullshit.
0: That's what that dad said, remember? Yes,
1: I do. That's I remember being a little kid and being like, you're lying. Yeah,
0: this doesn't hurt you. (laughs) Liar. This hurts me. I'm literally being held down. Right. By a grown-up while another grown-up hits me with a wooden spoon. Yeah, I've
1: never been held down like that. That would be traumatic. I I can't imagine that.
0: I have been held down.
1: That would feel weird. I wouldn't like that.
0: Yeah. Um, Anything else that you're listening to?
1: Um, Not listening to, but uh, watching... um, I was watching this show on Netflix called Immigration Nation, I guess like a documentary, and it follows since Trump's been in office how ICE has handled the immigration system, what they used to do and what their daily lives used to be like ICE, mm-hmm. and how radically it's changed and how much hiring they've done since trump been in office. I've only watched maybe like 20 minutes of the first episode, and I was so freaking shocked and 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 it's a documentary so it's like they're following these ice officers and getting their true opinion and and filling in the office or in the car when they go do a bust and have to take someone and deport them. They -hmm. follow them every step of the way. And a lot of these ice officers are racist as fuck. Some are just doing it because it's a good job. They need the money and don't necessarily like president Donald Trump. And they talk about how much it's changed since he got elected. Mm -hmm. And it's actually, it's really mind blowing. I'm just Mm -hmm. surprised that they even let them film this. So I don't it's good. Um, but it's really sad at the same time when you see how they really are. Like I, I haven't had much exposure to ice. I know what they do, but I had no idea it was like this. So I would recommend that just to learn. yourself? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I, it's, it's interesting, to say the least. <sighs> okay. What about you?
0: Um, well, again, I watched American Pickle. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you did.
0: Which was a good, like it was a feel-good little movie. Um, so I'd recommend that. Um, I've been listening to this crazy podcast called the Piketon Massacres. I haven't heard of it. It is a family of like eight people murdered in four different locations on one night in 2016. And the murderers left three children alive. One baby was four days old where was this it was in piketon missouri whoa or no illinois somewhere in the midwest
1: you said eight people in four different locations Mm
0: -hmm. and they left three children alive
1: whoa
0: um and they've arrested basically an entire family facing charges but there's all these different theories as to like it was a drug cartel or whatever. It's kind of this crazy story.
1: But they they proved the family this family well, did it. Well, they've
0: arrested a family. Uh, well, they uh, must have evidence to arrest yeah, them, right? Yeah, they have evidence. It's kind of a crazy story. So the Piketon massacre is what I've been listening to is it on good a podcast. Yeah, it's good. Um and then this other really heartbreaking podcast about um Oh, and I can't remember the name. I will post the name, but the... Uh, oh, I know the name. The LISK, L-I-S-K, Long Island Serial Killer. And it's like a dozen sex workers have been murdered, and there's been nobody arrested. and Recently? Yeah, and literally nobody gave a shit about it. Wow. Because it was just a bunch of sex workers and they went s- missing. Still haven't arrested anyone? They have not arrested anybody. Wow. Um, and it's really, really heartbreaking because these women are women. Yes. They're human beings. That's right. That some of them were cut up. Some Ooh. of them were just dumped on this, like, boggy place in Long Island. And some people theorize that it's, like, a ring of, like billionaire rich guys who Mm. are hiring sex workers and things are going wrong. Other people think it's just one guy who's a serial killer and it's just a really tragic story. But this podcast does a very good job of reminding people that these women were human beings with families who they were more than just the work that they did. Right, So it was
1: it sounds interesting
0: it's a uh, season two is coming out soon and again there's been nobody arrested in the murders of wow. these women and it's really really heartbreaking
1: yeah that's super sad
0: yeah
1: it's messed up very, sounds very like sad. it most of them are probably connected to one person since it's the same M.O. over and over again, you know, same occupation, same yeah. area. But
0: again, the other argument is it's a ring of people hiring these sex workers and then mm. things are going wrong and they're just all connected and dumping the bodies the same way. Hmm. So Maybe. Um, so just a reminder that human beings are human beings. It doesn't yeah. matter what they look like or what they do to make money or what gender they identify with or what right. race they are. They're human beings. Yeah. And we need to give a shit. Yes. About what happens to people. Agreed. And everybody deserves to live to old age. Yeah. No matter how they live.
1: Yeah. No human being is trash. That's for sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, with that, stay informed, stay hydrated,
1: but don't drink the Kool Aid. Good night.